Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Various Stages of Growth podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd-related, from movies, TVs, toys, gaming, comics. We're going to talk a little bit about everything. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Matt. As you can see today, I'm flying solo. Our good friend Will's got some stuff going on, but don't worry, he'll be back next week with plenty of opinions on all the stuff I'm about to cover because it is a lot. We're coming off of D23. We didn't want to leave you guys hanging without talking about all the news and all the, the the announcements, which I know there's some people out there who are a little disappointed. You know, everybody wanted that Fantastic Four news. We didn't get anything. Everybody wanted, you know, Spider-Man 2, the video game, Wolverine video game. And, you know, we didn't get any of it. But, look, we did get some cool announcements, and that's what we're here to talk about today. As always, before we start, please follow us on Twitter at VSG Podcast, at VSG Podcast. If you don't have Twitter, feel free to email us at vsgrowthpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out. Let us know what you like. I'm sure everybody's going to have a ton of opinions on this. As always, please like, subscribe, leave comments on YouTube, leave comments on Anchor, Spotify, Apple po- Apple Podcasts. Leave comments wherever you can. We'll reach out to everybody who does. With that out the way, let's kind of let's get into it. So, look, D23 was last week. It started Friday, uh, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The big panels that everybody was talking about were the gaming ones that was on Friday, so that's where we're going to start. Not a lot of huge announcements out of this one. Um, I'm going to run through a couple that kind of stood out to me, but you know, some of them aren't for me. The first one that, that was announced was Tron Identity, which is coming 2023. Tron, big IP for Disney. Um, you know, it's getting a ride down in Epcot and all that stuff. It's kind of a the way they phrased it was an investigative game where you kind of go through and it's going to be very dialogue focused and very, you know, choice driven, which interesting choice for the, the Tron IP. If I'm being honest, I expected something more maybe actiony kind of maybe even a racer game, but these games aren't really for me, but if this is something you're into, this seems like a cool idea. Next up, we had a little, a little update on midnight suns. The game that has, at this point, been infamously delayed uh, multiple times. But we do officially have a release date. That's December 2nd. Um, This one is a turn-based kind of card-style game. Um, Look, I think the trailers look cool. I like the cinematics of it. For me, I think I'm staying away from this. Um, Don't really have any interest in, like, the the actual gameplay of it. But... It's good to finally have a release date. Um, I know this is a game people have been waiting for. So if this is something you were looking forward to, you have your release date finally. Next up on the list, and this one stood out to me because I think this is actually pretty cool, Gargoyles Remastered. Now, look, Gargoyle seems to be an IP that is starting to make a little bit of a comeback. Um, we have the Gargoyles Remastered video game coming out. We have, I think it's either... November, December, I want to say. I know it's sometime in the winter. We have the upcoming kind of sequel comic book, which I think is really cool. There's always been that rumor of uh, uh, Disney Plus doing a kind of sequel to the show, you know, maybe even a soft reboot of it. We haven't really heard much on that. Look, I love this IP growing up. It was super cool. I had all the to- I had all the toys. I had, you know, I, I watched every episode. So th- this is a cool one for me because I did play this game, you know, back in the back in the day. Um, it's kind of a, a 2D side scroller, kind of like every game was at that point, a little beat 'em up action. But look, if, if you're a kid from the '90s and you remember anything about Gargoyles, this game stood out, and this is going to be a fun one to go back and actually finally play. Kind of like they did with the with Shredder's Revenge, where it brought back that nostalgia. 
Um, same thing with the Cowabunga collection for Ninja Turtles, where you got, you know, Ninja Turtles 1, Ninja Turtles 2, um, t- uh, Turtles in Time. So all, all these classic games that we loved growing up seem to be coming back a little bit. And I think that's super cool. Um, so Gargoyles is definitely on my list of things I want to check out and I want to go back and play. Next up, we had Disney Speedstorm Racing. Um, looked kind of like a Mario Kart-esque game where you kind of race through different worlds from the Disney universe. Um, one of the ones they showed off, I think there was a, a Monsters, Inc. level. Looked cool. I think there was a Toy Story-themed level. So, look, if you're into racing games, this might be a good alternative. I know people are, you know, heavy into Mario Kart. This could be a cool one. Um, I'll, I'll probably check this game out. I like a good racing game, even though, you know, I, it holds my interest for maybe a month or two. And then I kind of just never play it again. But I, I think this is a cool idea um, and seems like a great way to get, like, kids to play video games. Not that they need any, you know, encouragement doing that. <laughs> um, but look, the big standout for the the gaming panel was Amy Henning, the creative uh, writer of all the Uncharted games. She's been long rumored to do a Marvel game. We finally got something about it, even though it's not a lot, <laughs> if I'm being honest. We did get a little cinematic trailer. It's a World War II set Captain America game, also starring Black Panther, also starring two kind of just nondescript characters. Um, one is listed as a, uh, I think, one of the, the Dormelage soldiers from Black Panther. The other is just a, a, a like a blank howling commando. I don't know if these are just early renders and they don't have names for these characters yet. Maybe they will be somebody that we know but it seems you're going to play as four different characters set in world war ii um as far as gameplay they haven't said it seems like if you're going to have four different characters it seems like this would be a co-op game which you know kind of something like gotham knights maybe where everybody's kind of switching in and out the only uh, we also got black panther in the trailer and what they said was this isn't t'challa as everybody kind of would figure you know with it being a uh a World War II themed game. Um, it's actually Azuri, who is T'Challa's grandfather, which makes sense for the time. They also said that there's going to be a difference of opinion amongst uh, Black Panther and Captain America and the way they do things and the way they kind of solve the problems throughout the game. So I'm curious to see that kind of dynamic. I think that could be pretty fun. Um, and look, Amy Henning, anything she's ever done, especially with Uncharted, those are some of my favorite games of all time. I'll play anything she plays. I'm curious to see, like I said, is this co-op? Because most of her games have been single-player uh, driven. Even that uh, Star Wars one that she worked on for a while, which I think I can't, I'm pretty sure got canceled um, maybe a year or two ago. That was heavily rumored to be a single-player kind of just, you know, going through the galaxy type of game. So, but we'll see what this holds. Um, no release date. I mean, they didn't even put a title to the game. They just they put out a trailer with, with no title of the actual game. So we don't even know what the game's called yet. Which, look, to me, that tells me that this game is pretty far out. You're probably looking two, maybe three years at least. Um, you know, they kind of just wanted to get something out there. Which, again, is surprising because we have ga- there's games we know they're working on. Um, you know, like I said, Spider-Man 2, Wolverine. Um, Jedi Survivor was another one. Star Wars Eclipse was another one. They announced a couple, I want to say last year at the uh, the Game Awards. So the, these games were nowhere to be found. They did have a little sizzle reel at the end, which gave us like 
a, a two second clip of Spider Man, and then a very small glimpse of Jedi Survivor. Um, I was I was underwhelmed by this panel. Look, I'm happy to get the Amy Henning news. Obviously, I'm excited for Gargoyles, but other than that, I really don't see much that I'll be checking out from this panel. Um, and I'm kind of surprised they did tone it back as much as they did and didn't give us the Spider-Man game that we know is coming out next year. And, you know, like I said, Fallen Order, which we know is coming soon. But look, that that was kind of the, the theme of this entire uh, convention, right? It, we're going to get into the movie stuff in a little bit, you know, the Marvel stuff and the, the Star Wars stuff. Everything was kind of pulled back a little bit and not as, you know, exciting and crazy like everybody thought it was going to be. You know, everybody walked in, we're going to get Spider-Man, we're going to get Fantastic Four, we're going to get all this crazy stuff, and a lot of it didn't happen. A lot of it was more toned down. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Look, you know, we're so used to Marvel, especially, because they're the big ones. We're so used to Kevin Feige walking onto these stages during these press conferences and basically throwing the next five years of our life at us, right? You know, here's what you're going to be watching for the next five years of Marvel television, Marvel movies, and th that stuff's great, but right now, between what they announced at uh, San Diego Comic-Con and what they announced at D23, there's a ton of content out there. And it seems people just kind of get their hopes up for these 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 bombshell releases. So look, let, let's talk about some of these bombshell releases. Let's switch over to the D23 uh, live action panel where they talked, uh, honestly, they talked about a lot of stuff. And a lot of the stuff that they showed did get trailers and did get some like little sizzle reels. Unfortunately, a lot of that stuff doesn't release to the public. Um, it is what it is. It happens at all these conventions. It happens at San Diego Comic-Con. It's going to happen at New York Comic-Con in a couple months. Excuse me, next month, actually. At this point, it's two, three weeks away. Um, you know, But they did release some stuff that we were able to see. So the, so the, the live-action panel, they started with Star Wars. And look, I'm on record multiple times. Star Wars is my favorite IP. This was the one I was most excited for because I did think we were going to get kind of the landscapes of Star Wars, right? We don't have a Star Wars movie. We know some TV shows are in the works. Uh, some of them we haven't even got real like ideas behind. We're not even sure what it really is. We've had some leaked casting come out in the, the past couple of weeks. Some some leaked casting with Ahsoka, um, with Emon Esfanti. I'm sure I'm butchering that name. I apologize if I am who apparently has been cast as Ezra. We had uh, casting for The Acolyte, which is the Sith-themed TV show that they're working on, which is something I was super intrigued by. And uh, no, no official casting on either of those. The Acolyte didn't even make an appearance, which I'm very surprised about. You know, look, I'm sure even if they haven't started filming, maybe a, a cast confirmation or some, some concept art or something would have been nice, even just what the show's about, you know, because really... We, we have a little idea that, you know, it takes place before Phantom Menace. It's kind of the early rumblings of the Sith and things like that. So, but look, that one was, that one wasn't there. What they did show, we got an Andor final trailer. Um, look, the, at this point, the show is a little over a week away. I don't really need to see any more. Me and Will have talked about it multiple times. This show looks awesome. It looks directly in line with Rogue One which is super exciting for us because we love Rogue One and we think it's one of the best movies. I'm excited for the show at this point. I don't need to see another trailer. Drop the three episodes and let me just jump right into it. After Andor, we got Bad Batch news. Um, no new footage released, but we did finally get a release date. Um, if you remember a couple weeks back, 
uh, Bad Batch did get pushed back. Uh, well, it didn't get pushed back. It got taken off the release, and nobody really knew where it was, where it was releasing. So now we have official confirmation, January 4th of 2023, Bad Batch will be coming out, which I think that's a good spot for it. Kind of puts it in between everything. It's going to kind of get us to whatever our next live action show is going to be after Andor, which we now know is going to be Mando. Mando's coming early 2023. So I think this is a good spot for it. And, you know, another show I'm excited for. One of the biggest ones that stood out to me, uh, Tales of the Jedi. We had talked about this a little bit after Star Wars Celebration, but they didn't really release any. They didn't. There was. They didn't really release any trailer. You just kind of got like little snippets of it and uh, like uh, like a excuse me, like a plot detail. They finally released a trailer. It's six short episodes, three based around Ahsoka and three based around Count Dooku. It looks awesome. Um, this trailer is fantastic. I love that it's the same animation as Clone Wars. I love that the voice actors from Clone Wars are back. Um, the Dooku stuff especially looks really, really good. You're going to get to see Dooku when he's still a Jedi. In the trailer, you see uh, young Qui-Gon. I think you're going to kind of get that turn of him going to the dark side, which is going to be super cool um, to finally see. I know there was a book that kind of detailed it. Um, I think Will had mentioned it a couple episodes back of uh, what the book was. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. But this looks really cool. And then we get a little news on the Ahsoka uh, stuff that's going to happen, that the three episodes are going to be split into different time portions of her life. So it's going to be a young Ahsoka, one episode, which you would assume is episode one. Episode two is kind of like an in-between. You see a little bit of her training um, with Anakin first, you know, when she first gets to the Jedi Order. And then the third episode is going to be her before she gets into Rebels. And that's probably where we see her get her white lightsabers because we know that story is out there about her taking kyber crystals from uh, a sith wielder that she that she fought which i think is in the trailer you see this guy uh, he's listed as the inquisitor he's got this really cool kind of bone mask awesome looking character that's a black series figure i will buy um and if hot toy makes it i might be willing to buy that too <laughs> um i think that character looks super cool so this is uh this is exciting and also it comes out in october october 26 so uh, a little over a month away at this time and uh, that that's awesome. It's another thing that's going to carry us a little bit in between uh, while Andor's still going on and kind of lead us right into Bad Batch. So animation for Star Wars seems to be going strong and they always do a really good job, whether it's Clone Wars, Rebels, even the Vision stuff they did. Some of it was a hit. Some of it was a miss for me personally. But overall, I can't deny that they did a great job with that show, um, with the stylings and all that, and letting the directors do whatever they wanted to do. So animation seems to be going strong. Next, we got our first look at Jude Law in Skeleton Crew, which is the John Watts-directed show. Um, still not a whole lot really to know about this show, just kind of that it's a young group of kids kind of lost in the galaxy. That's, that's what they keep saying. You get to see Jude Law. He's wearing a scarf. He's got a jacket on. He looks kind of like, you know, if you, if you designed generic smuggler from Star Wars, right? <laughs> that's kind of what he looks like. Um, but look... Jude Law, good actor. John Watts, good director. All the stuff he did with Spider-Man. Um, I'm excited. You know, let's let's, let's see what it is. Um, it seems to be one of the more original thoughts and, you know, kind of creations of Star Wars. I'm curious to see how much it's going to tie into anything else, if at all. Um, I know it takes place around the same time as Mando, so does Mando show up? 
Does, you know, does Ahsoka show up? Does anybody from these shows so show up? It seems to be like they're kind of going in that direction where they're kind of tying everything together with Ahsoka, with Mando, with Boba Fett. So I would assume it probably will at some point. Um, but I'm curious to see like what these characters do and how these characters fit into that overall story. No trailer for that one. No trailer for Skeleton Crew. Not a release date. Just your uh, your first look at Jude Law. So take that for what it is. Next up, we got our Mando Season 3 trailer. Um, we all knew it was coming. It made sense, especially after Star Wars Celebration, where I believe it, it did leak out online because I watched a cut of it. wasn't the greatest quality, but I did watch a cut. Um, and so they finally released that one online, and it looks awesome. It's what the Mando that you know and love. It seems they're going back to Mandalore, kind of digging into that lore. You see a ton of Mandalorians on the... Uh, in the, in the trailer, different color masks, different designs, different things. I mean, uh, look, I'm sure Hasbro's going to have a field day with it, <laughs> making all these different figures. You're going to get 35 different repaints of different Mandalorians that you don't need, but you need. Um, so I'm excited to kind of dig into the lore of Mandalore, right? Something we've gotten in Clone Wars, uh, stuff we've gotten in Rebels with, with Sabine. I always love that stuff. I think it's one of the best things Star Wars kind of does. Um so I'm super excited to kind of dig back into that and see kind of where the story takes Mando, right? And obviously, look, Grogu's with him, so I'm super curious to see where Grogu goes because at some point we got to figure out where he is in this galaxy at the time of the sequels and things. So how much does he lean into it? And are they going to dig into him using his Force powers and maybe expand on that a little bit more? It, it looks it looks like an awesome season. It looks like Bo-Katan's going to have a big role. I'm a big Bo-Katan fan. I know there's some people out there who aren't, but... um I overall like her. I think she's a pretty good character. And I think I could see this ep this season kind of ending with her and uh, Mando kind of fighting for rule of Mandalore. And let's be real. It's Mando show. He's probably going to win. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that was, that was really it for, that was it for star Wars. Um, like I said, no acolyte, super disappointed on that. Um, no mention of a movie at all. I mean, at this point, at this point, we have no idea what's going on with Star Wars movies. I mean, you, you heard the rumors of Taika doing one. Now the rumors are that Taika's not coming back for Thor 5 because they don't like the way uh, Love and Thunder performs. So does that affect his Star Wars movie? I, we really don't know at this point. At this point, if you're a Star Wars fan like I am, you got to just kind of take the TV aspect of it, enjoy it for what it is, and just kind of sit and wait for the, the movies. Because right now, I mean, there was that Patty Jenkins movie, Rogue Squadron. That kind of got shelved. But then they said it wasn't shelved, and nobody's really heard anything since. Same thing, you have uh, Ryan Johnson out there who's still saying that his trilogy is in development and that he's going to start working on it after the Knives Out sequel and the third Knives Out movie that he's working on. So it, it's it's really weird to not have Star Wars movies kind of lined up. And I think I think they're making a good decision by not throwing out the Marvel kind of panel of like, look, here's everything for the next five years. But I also think they need to update the fans because, you know, look, you're coming off of Last Jedi. You're coming off of Rise of Skywalker. Both movies not overly well-received. If anything, very controversial amongst the fandom. They need to come out and hit a home run on this next movie. And I think that's what they're waiting for. I think they're waiting to get it right because they want to make that announcement. They want to have people excited. They want to have good talent in place. So, look. TV is going to carry us for at least the next two years. We know Ahsoka's coming, Mando, The Acolyte, Andor Season 1, Andor Season 2, Bad Batch. We have, we have plenty of Star Wars content. 
so I'm fine with them kind of sitting back and taking the opportunity to just figure it out on the movie side. You know, if you don't have anything ready, don't announce it because we've seen it with DC. We talked about it where you throw out the slate of movies that everybody think is going to happen and then you don't follow through on any of them. And that's always super disappointing for the fandom. So I'm in the camp of let's enjoy the TV. They'll announce something when they're when they're ready. And I still think we're years off from them releasing a Star Wars movie. I think the earliest at this point is 2025, late 2025, maybe 2026. I don't think there's anything coming anytime soon. Um, they also showed, because this is part of Lucasfilm, they did show a new Willow trailer, which we got our first look at Star Wars Celebration a couple months back. The show looks good. You know, um, Willow's kind of one of those cult classic movies that I'm sure not a lot of people have seen. I don't think a lot of people saw it back then. I don't know how many more have watched it now, but it is that cult classic kind of, you know, high fantasy movie. And honestly, I think I think the trailers for the new one look pretty good, and I'm uh, I'm excited to check it out. It's going to be a good change of pace from everything, you know, I've been watching recently. Also, another Lucasfilm property that they talked about was Indiana Jones. Um, Harrison Ford came out on stage talking about the movie. At one point, he was super emotional about it. At one point, he's crying um, or, you know, he's choking up while he's talking about it. They did show a little bit of footage. Um, unfortunately, we don't get that because we weren't at the show. But they did announce a release date. So that's going to be June of next year. I think it's June 30th, actually. So look, the movie's around the corner. Um, you know, John Williams is scoring it. I think they even had him play a little bit of the the score at D23 um, for an original song that he did. Look, I'm super excited for this movie. I love Indie One, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Temple of Doom is good. It's not the best. And then I enjoy Last Crusade. I know, you know, it's it's hit or miss for some people, but I, I overall enjoy that movie. I think it's a pretty good movie. I love the dynamic between him and Sean Connery. And uh, let's just leave Crystal Skull off the table. We won't we won't talk about that one. Maybe Will and I will do a separate episode where we talk about what we think about the Crystal Skull. Um, but by by all accounts, they're handling this well. It's you know a true tale of Indiana Jones. It's kind of in the retelling of Raiders of the Lost Ark and that kind of style and that kind of vibe. I'm here. I'm all here for it. Um, I can't wait for this to get there. I want this movie to release as soon as possible. I, I wish they dropped the trailer. If somebody leaks this trailer, I will watch it online. Um, I'm, I'm itching for any Indiana Jones news. So that was really it for Lucasfilm. Um, that was pretty much it. After that, they jumped into Marvel, which is the one everybody had their fingers for. You know, oh, we're getting Fantastic Four. They're going to announce the mutants. They're going to bring Ryan Reynolds out for Deadpool 3. Ah, spoilers, ladies and gentlemen, you didn't get any of it. <laughs> um, we did get a little bit of news on Fantastic Four, and it's that Matt Shackman, the director for WandaVision, is officially directing Fantastic Four. Look, I, I don't think this was a surprise to anybody. I think it's unfortunate that it leaked out because this was probably their big announcement that they wanted to get out there. And then two weeks before D23, all of a sudden it leaks out that Matt Shackman's lining up to do it. And he leaves the Star Trek movie that he was doing to do this. And everybody, th th this was the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Everybody already knew it. Um, and Kevin Feige said, we will have another update at another convention. What that convention is, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to be New York Comic Con because I don't think they're having a panel there. 
maybe at San Diego next year. I don't know if they're doing a D23 next year. So it's, it's going to be sometime next year before we even get an announcement on the cast. Or, or look, maybe they could just announce it on a random Tuesday. You know, they've always done that with trailers and kind of some, some news here and there. Uh, who knows with Marvel? But it, it was a little disappointing not to get a lot of Fantastic Four news or really any Fantastic Four news. That was new. Going to things that they did release, we did get a trailer for Werewolf by Night, which releases October 7th, which is uh, literally three weeks, four weeks away. It's the, the weekend of New York Comic Con. This looks awesome. I think this looks really cool. It's black and white. It's kind of done in like an old school kind of like, you know, you want to say like 20s or 30, you know, 30s or 40s kind of horror vibe, kind of like the old Frankenstein movies and Dracula movies. This looks super cool. Even in the trailer, you see Man Thing at one point. He's in, he pops up very briefly. It's I think this is going to be a sleeper hit for uh, Marvel. I really do. The only thing that concerns me is once they officially release the synopsis of it, they did label it as a comedy. Um, and if you watch the trailer, you can kind of get the comedy vibes because of the campiness of it. But I don't. I didn't really pick up a lot of like comedy jokes and things and, and that could be a good thing because look marvel has leaned very heavy with the with the comedy recently it's you know with with ragnarok um with, with love and thunder with she hulk with miss marvel it was a lighter tone it's good to see them kind of peel back so i'm curious to see how much comedy is actually in this but from that trailer i, I was all in the second i watched it i think this looks i think this looks really really cool you know michael giacchino who right now you can argue is one of the best composers in all of Hollywood is directing this. So I'm curious to see this. I, this is actually his directorial debut. I'm curious to see what he does and how, what kind of styling he takes it in and how he adds his own touch. I'm sure the music is going to be absolutely insane. Um, and I'm excited to listen to that, but this is listed as a short. Um, there's no runtime. So I don't know how long a short is for Marvel. It could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour. It, it could be 15 minutes for all we know. We, you know, we have no idea. But from what I saw in this trailer, super excited. They also released one more trailer, and it's for Secret Invasion, which we all knew was kind of going to be the the next TV show, right? It was going to be the next one, um, you know, Fury stopping the scrolls. This trailer sold me on this show because it looks very similar tone-wise to Winter Soldier. It looks like it has that political thriller kind of espionage feel to it kind of like Winter Soldier had, and I think that's... Look, Winter Soldier is one of the best movies that they've done, in my opinion, and if something's going to follow that kind of tone, I'm all here for it. Um, you get to see Ben Mendelsohn back as Talos, which is cool. You know, Ben Mendelsohn, anytime he's in anything, it's good. You get to see Maria Hill showing up, Don Cheadle coming back as, uh, as Rhodey, so th this looks really cool. I'm excited to see... Look, we, we all know somebody that we know is going to be a scroll at some point. I'm curious to see who they pick because I think that's going to be the big reveal of this show is that someone we've spent time with in the MCU in the past, maybe the last phase or two is actually a scroll and has been kind of infiltrating and weaving their way through. So I'm curious to see what that, who that person's going to be. Um, and I hope they don't make it too. I hope they don't make it obvious. I hope it's a good twist, but th this show, this show does look pretty good. We also got a little bit of news about Captain America, uh, New World Order, which is the Captain America, I guess you can call it Captain America 4, even though it doesn't have 
um, Chris Evans in it, but you know, this is going to be uh, Sam Wilson's first movie kind of leading the, leading the charge as Captain America. And the, the most interesting piece of news was that Tim Blake Nelson, who was the leader in the incredible Hulk movie is coming back and he's going to be in this movie to, to me that it's such a weird throw in, right? Like, like, look, we got uh, Emil Blonsky back in She-Hulk from that movie and as abomination. Now we're getting the leader coming back. It, it kind of seems like, uh, like uh, Edward Norton just got the short end of the stick, and they're like, "Hey, we have Ruffalo. We don't need you." But they they're they're going all in on turning uh, the Incredible Hulk into something that they're going to support going forward. Um, I'm curious to see how he fits into this movie. I find it kind of weird that the first villain they announce for this movie is a villain from a Hulk movie and not really a Captain America villain. I don't know how that's going to play in. Uh, does this tie to anything with you know? you know spoilers for she hulk spoilers for she hulk if you haven't watched it yet uh does this have anything to do with hulk going off world and maybe coming back you know is, is uh mark ruffalo going to be in this movie but it, it was definitely an interesting choice and uh one that kind of took took me off guard if i'm being honest i was like i don't this kind of came out of nowhere um it, it really did so look I, i'm excited to see what this what this movie is and how it kind of fits in and ties everything together. But I guess at this point, we just got to kind of wait and see. Also, one of the last big things they announced, the Thunderbolts. Um, they, you know, we knew it was coming. They've been kind of slowly setting it up in the MCU. We finally got the lineup of who's going to be in the Thunderbolts. There's a few surprises. Um, and then there's a few that I think everybody kind of knew. The first one they announced, Ghost from ant-man and the wasp not a huge surprise been rumored to come back as uh, you know as one of the thunderbolt members um so this one wasn't a huge surprise yelena belova obviously uh from black widow again not a huge surprise this was another one that was rumored for a while everybody kind of thought it next up u.s agent from uh captain america and the winter soldier which again if you watch that post credit scene where Val comes and kind of recruits him, another one that we all kind of predicted was going to happen seemed to make perfect sense. Next up on the list, Taskmaster. Task, Taskmaster. Oh my, excuse me. <laughs> Taskmaster from Black Widow again. Um, also another one who kind of made sense. Um, one that, you know, uh, look, I didn't love the interpretation of Taskmaster in Black Widow, so... I'm hoping this is kind of their chance to retcon the character, not really retcon the character, but just kind of change some things that, um, you know, I didn't really think worked. Next up, we have two people left. And the first one was honestly a surprise for me. I didn't really expect it was Bucky, uh, the Winter Soldier, which I, I guess when you really think about it, he does kind of make sense for this team of kind of anti-heroes, if you will. Um, but he's going to be in it. And, and look, it's good to see him. I'm sure he'll be in Captain America. Um, so he's going to kind of fill out that dynamic of it seems to me like he might be the the most seasoned member of the team and kind of play maybe that leadership role for uh, for the Thunderbolts. And the last one was honestly the biggest surprise. Um, Red Guardian from Black Widow, you know, David Harbour's Red Guardian, who honestly, I, I didn't think we would ever see again <laughs> in, in the MCU. And, and when you look at when you look at the team, it's very heavy Black Widow, right? It's ve which. You know, you, you got Yelena, you got Taskmaster, 
you have Red Guardian. Um, this one kind of came out of left field, honestly. I I really, really didn't expect it. Look, I love David Harbour. I think he's awesome. I love him in Stranger Things. So I'm happy to see him back. But this one, this one definitely caught me off guard. Um, you know, and I'm sure there's going to be some good banter between him and U.S. Agent, you know, with the Captain America stuff and all that. So I, I think that dynamic could play well. Um, other than that, that was really it from Marvel. Um, like I said, no Fantastic Four, no Deadpool, no Mutants, no Shang-Chi 2. Um, they did they did talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. They showed a trailer. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see it. Um, but from every account that I read, that movie looks awesome. Um, we get to see a little bit of Bill Murray. We get to see some more Kang. They did say that Kang is uh, going to lead kind of direct. This movie will lead directly into Avengers Kang Dynasty. So <clears throat> it seems uh, it seems Kang is coming full force and it's all going to start with uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. They also talked a little bit about Echo. Um, I believe they showed some footage from that. Uh, they had Vincent D'Onofrio on stage. Uh, Charlie Cox was there. And then after that panel, they officially announced uh, Daredevil uh, Born Again. They put a logo up on the screen. Charlie Cox was there to talk about it a little bit. So was D'Onofrio. Um, also, Charlie Cox did confirm that it's not necessarily a sequel to the Netflix shows, which I know is going to upset a lot of people. Um, I didn't think it was going to be necessarily. I thought it would kind of be like a, like a pseudo sequel of kind of something in line with it but kind of just not necessarily by itself but you know i thought it would flow with you know the tone of that show so as long as they keep the tone i think people are going to be happy um so we'll see that's that's another one that's on the list that's coming up that's really all there was for marvel um like i said a couple trailers that didn't release we got the two trailers for werewolf by night and the secret invasion trailer which Look, I'm excited for both of those. I thought both trailers were actually really good. Um, but look, I know people are going to be disappointed out there. Everybody wanted the Fantastic Forecasting, and unfortunately, we're going to have to wait a little bit longer for that one. But, you know, look, we, we take what we can get. between. If you add up the announcements at, this, at D23 and you add up the announcements at San Diego Comic-Con, in the past two months, or, you know, three months maybe, We've gotten a lot of Marvel news. And look, there's a lot of Marvel content coming. Like I said, August, October 7th, Werewolf by Night. You know, we still have Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I also believe they showed at D23. Um, they released another panel. I mean, not excuse me, not another panel. They showed a, a trailer at the panel. <clears throat> um, unfortunately, it was another one that didn't release to the public. They also opened the panel with <laughs> something I want to mention. Um, it was the steve rogers play from hawkeye they brought out actual you know performers um <clears throat> excuse me musicians uh dancers and things like that and they put on that whole that whole play that you see in the end credit scene um so that, that was that was a pretty cool way to start the the trail the the panel um so look that's really it for d23 that was really all your big news there was a little bit of toy news in there um We'll save that. I'll save that for the next show when Will's back. We'll get into it a little bit more. And like I said, we'll talk next week with Will. He'll give all his input into what he thought about all this stuff. Was he disappointed by the, the panels? 
Was he happy with what we got? What's he looking forward to? And obviously, we want to talk to you guys about what you guys thought about D23. Were you let down? Were you looking forward to, you know, uh, you know, you thought they were going to announce the mutants or you thought Ryan Reynolds was going to come out on stage or, you know, maybe you thought we were going to get a long gameplay trailer for Spider-Man 2. Um, what did you guys think? Reach out. As always, you can hit us. You can reach out to us on Twitter, VSG Podcast. Please follow us, tweet at us. If you don't have Twitter, you can email us, vsgrowthpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you liked. Let us know what you didn't like. As always, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe. Talk to us about all this stuff. Let us know what you, you know, leave some comments. We'll, we'll reach back to all, the, all of you guys. We'll talk with you. What were you most excited for? What was your favorite announcement? You know, were you, were you like me and you were excited for Gargoyles? Or are you part of that group of people who has no idea what Gargoyles even is? <laughs> you know? So please leave some comments. Reach out to us. Talk to us. We want to talk to you guys. We'll try to – we'll reach back to everybody who talks to us. Um, and that's really it. That That's – we wanted – I wanted to touch base on D23. Get a little quick show in here. Run through the announcements. We'll be back this week. Me and Will. Big show talk about a lot of great stuff and uh look until then i'll uh i've been matt have a good one and uh see you guys soon